This is the Savage Fincast Retro, the show that still has blood in its nostrils. <laughs> not not easy, uh, is it, Raven? You can't get it out. The blood in the nostrils, I don't mean the intro. Wah, 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 wah. I'm Raven Perez. I'm Jim Purcell. I'm Craig Olson. And we're going to take a look back at Savage Dragon Retro Episode, retro issues like old Savage Dragon issues uh, in these Savage Fincast retros. In addition, we also cover Savage Dragon relevant material, which is uh, what we're going to be focusing on in today's episode. If you were not there for the last episode, we did Wild Star Sky Zero issues one and two. And on this episode, we're going to be wrapping up this miniseries with Wild Star Sky Zero issues three and four. So let's get into the meat and potatoes. Um, so, so yeah, wait. yes, go ahead, Craig. I was just going to say, just for a listener, we're in the time period between the Savage Dragon mini and the ongoing. So this is kind of that area right between. So take it away. That Megaton Man sweet zone. Well, and, well, there's an ad for Savage Dragon 5 on the back cover, so I think the series has resumed by this point. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, because we are going from 3 and 4. Yep. But, yeah, uh, issue 1 was March. Uh, issue 2 hit... Hold on, I'm figuring it out here real quick. Issue 2 hit May. in uh, May, and then this one hits in September. So it ain't coming out like clockwork, but it ain't the worst either. Yeah. Um, so just a quick recap. Wildstar is a story of a guy with a big red starfish on his chest from the future who's tra- mm-hmm. who has accidentally traveled back in time uh, to present day, early 90s, uh, where he's run into a bunch of scientists. Uh, one of those scientists has a son named Mikey. And Mikey and uh, Wildstar have found themselves linked together through circumstances. Uh, oh yes, and uh, Wildstar is pursued by uh, vigilant, uh, not vigilantes, what am I saying? Mercenaries who are also powered by similar symbiotes as his starfish, giving them all unique powers and abilities. Right. Apparently uh, they're after him because reasons. I actually can't remember what their motivations are. Uh, Wildstar wants to destroy the beacon and get uh, sort of uh, end the future that is uh, sort of apocalyptic future. Uh, they want to preserve it. They want to preserve uh, the future. That makes sense. Yeah, they the beacon will call the aliens because they they get yeah. power from the the symbiotes, so they don't want the symbiotes to go away. Right, they don't want the symbiotes to go away. But on top of that, uh, the like Craig said, the beacon. There's actually oh boy, this is fucking nuts, but. There's two warring factions of aliens, and the very first faction of aliens came back in time because of a beacon, and Wildstar is there to stop that beacon so that the war that destroys the world, Sky Zero, never happens. The aliens are the ones that brought the symbiotes with them because the symbiotes are the kind of weapon tech that the aliens use. Right, so right. How... right. We never see the aliens, which makes it even more confusing, to be honest. That's, yep. They're just word balloons. They if you, are if just, just words. If you're flashing through there, you'll, you'll never know. So you got to read. So, so issue three is brought to us by uh, co-creator, writer, inker, Al Gordon, co-creator, penciler, Jerry Ordway, colorist, Reben Rude, letterer, John Workman, editor, uh, Bill Bud Shakespeare, and color separator, uh, I pronounced this right last time. All uh, the optics. All the optics. Uh, this issue uh, is published by Image themselves. The Malibu uh, partnership apparently has finally ended 
images standing on their own, flying on their own. For the, and only took a few months. And only took a few months, yep. I just want to say, uh, this is not relevant to anything, but uh, Ollie Optics has individual credits, and uh, Squeaky Zendel is one of the best names of all time. <laughs> That's a great name. Squeaky Zendel? Get out of here. That's it. That's Wait, all. Quinn Suplee? Yeah, I thought I saw that, but I let it go. Okay. I mean, Emriotic Mo. I mean, there's some crazy fucking awesome names going on at Ollie Optics. Sure at these, any rate. these aren't DJs. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Squeaky Zendel. All right. So we last left time, Wildstar had grabbed a Mikey, teenager Mikey, and had flown off into the sky. Uh, to you mentioned, Jim, that it was Superman iconic pose. This is a fairly Superman descent. <laughs> Like the the way he's descending, fairly Supermanish. Apparently, he's not actually flying; he's more jumping with style. Yep, he clarifies: I can't fly and just jump like hell. Uh, it's not exactly flying, but I guess I have my aerodynamic moments. What does it even fucking mean? <laughs> it just means he can jump Hulk style, real, real big. But we get a huge, huge, huge info dump. Oh yeah, uh, Sky just, Zero. Yeah, talking about what the future holds and. Why he has to stop the beacon? Uh, oh, what's funny is we kind of jumped and gave like we gave this info dump and our info dump at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, well, though this one it kind of explains the deal with his symbiote. Why it's different? Apparently, it's been genetically modified. The symbiotes apparently what the way they work is they give you power, but they also draw from your emotions. So the angrier you get, uh, or just generally the more emotional you get, the more they like they draw from you. Right. Um, you get stronger as you get as you get more emotional, but his has been engineered to uh, be more powerful. Number one, but just as apparently they never figured out how to stop the actual emotion drain. Uh, although it doesn't really come up with him, but it is an issue uh, that right. if you basically be if you like the Hulk, if you let yourself go, you can become more destructive than you may intend. Right. And you zap all the power out of the symbiote, kind of. And it yeah. leaves you kind of vulnerable. Right, right, right. Because you could only, it's only so strong. I mean, it, it, it does regenerate over time, but you do need to be. Uh, there's a limited amount of power. I love all the, the close ups on his face, uh, on Wildstar's face in this issue. Right. It reminds you of what, like, the, the Josh Brolin cable. You know, from the the blood uh, Deadpool movie, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what would look what, if he had like paint on, like, like, like it would look perfect. You know what I mean? Like, he would like with a haircut and everything. Like, it looks like he could fit in as like a live action Wild Star. I, I guess that's who I'm picturing when I when I see like Wild Star's face like that. It just that works. Yeah, it's it's pretty well done. Just like the close up, and you really can tell he's like an older guy, but he's like kind of still like a built like superhero you know hmm. anybody know else kind of, kind of feel like it. the art on this issue was a little bit weaker than previous ones mm, I, didn't, in, I didn't really places that, i think that in places like i feel like if you if you're just drawn again like you can tell when he's having fun yeah like during all the action stuff it sings you know but like you know the general and the dad just sitting in the plane I right mean, you know it's just not a fun, thrilling scene to draw, so. But finally, we meet the man of the hour. 
green power, Savage Dragon. <laughs> Apparently, he's on his way back to the airport, driving through the desert uh, after helping out. Oh, what do they call him? They called him uh, Death Job. Yeah, I tried to find out if that was from something. I don't think I Death Job's real. <laughs> yeah, the way he talks about the shrew, I just figured maybe it wasn't a crossover or something. I don't know. No, I think he's just time stamping it. This takes place before he encounters the shrew, uh, which was gotcha. early in the ongoing. Although um, it is hilarious to hear Dragon call the shrew a new menace. New menace. Uh, also, yes, he has a mustache. Which we should probably talk about the cover really quick, because we didn't talk about the cover really quick. Uh, cover has Dragon and Wildstar uh, fighting each other with, um, sorry, I forget her name. Jumpstart. Jumpstart and Mikey in the background. And yes, we did note last time that in the preview cover, Dragon had no ma- mustache, but it has been added very subtly to the uh, uh, actual cover. <laughs> just slapped on there sort of a reverse Henry Cavill <laughs> they they CG'd it in <laughs> uh, but it definitely has it in the issue and he just happens to be driving through the desert when uh, in Hulk fashion Wildstar gets in a fight with the military starts smashing tanks uh, and just so it's happens not- to get chucked into Dragon's uh, patrol car that he's uh, riding in the back seat of Another one of those hammy moments. I couldn't tangle with another superpowered idiot if he landed in my no. lap. <laughs> and then he landed in his lap. <laughs> but uh, the scene where the general and his dad go yeah. in, and the guy's just like washing dishes and stuff. <laughs> uh, just before, just before that, quick. One thing I did find very interesting was Wildstar uh-huh. recognizes Dragon. Right, yeah. He's a dragon? Yeah. Which, which means yeah. it suggests, at least, you know, that he, that Wildstar probably either fought alongside him or Dragon was a notable celebrity. Uh, well, he for, must like him because Wildstar doesn't really make an effort to be an enemy to him, you know? Right, he's, he, he, he spends the whole time, well, the early fight, trying to get Dragon to listen to him. But right. dra- Dragon's Dragon. He doesn't trust these uh, pajama guys at all. I do want to say... Uh, you great opener for me to throw this in. I really think they nailed Dragon's voice. Yes, not so much his arms though. No, <laughs> I bet you uh, Larson had a lot of input because they're like I said. They're in last episode we talked about how they shared a studio at one point, so I, I think they're pretty good friends. And I I f- feel like Eric tends to give a lot of input on how Dragon would talk and stuff. Yeah, I think, like, we've, I mean, not, like, I can't, like, a million percent confirm, but, like, you know, he does generally like to sort of give feedback on how he's portrayed. Uh, I think, wasn't that kind of, like, his beef with the uh, whole, uh, oh, what was that Malcolm crossover, Nancy and Hell? Malcolm, Nancy and Hell. Just sort of just, just sort of just came out. No one really ran anything by him or anything. So, yeah, I think he kind of likes to give some feedback. But... New Blue. Apparently New Blue is hidden in a pretty normal looking house. I think it's funny that uh, Mickey's dad just wasn't putting the pieces together. Right. This whole time. It, it did seem pretty weird that he wouldn't because I did. Yeah, I, I was. Uh, I guess I'm smarter than Mickey's dad. <laughs> sure, Maurice. Skies are clear blue, too. Big question mark. <laughs> it's like, 
God damn, Dad, you're a dumbass. <laughs> Why are we wasting time? My son could be a Why we stopping here? Did you forget your bag lunch? <laughs> exactly. What? <laughs> like, just couldn't get it. His dad just couldn't put it together. I do think this fight in the car is pretty sweet. Yeah, where, like, the car, like, is shaking back and forth from the them rocking inside of it. I yeah, have one major problem with this, and I'll tell you when we get there. And Lay it, and it's lay just, it on us. They're just socking each other, and Wild Star gets in a good headbutt. Yeah, listen up, Long Johns. <laughs> so good, dude. Like, that's that feels very dragony. Uh, of course, Mike. So yes, go ahead. Going through the roof and busting things up, right? Right, right. Uh-huh. The last scene of this fight. The last. Oh, fight. it's my favorite, though. Is he really stopping the car with He's his feet? Totally Fred <laughs> Flintstoning it. <laughs> that is so cool. Just He's got like adamantium soles. It's dragon. He's super strong. He's just kicking down. And his boots are super strong. Well, I can't explain the boots not getting torn off, but <laughs> he probably should have had the boots burn off because, you know, realism. Because he, you know. He totally can Fred Flintstone stop the car. I think in a comic where Mickey's dad doesn't realize he's in a secret lab for, like, <laughs> the whole time, I think it's okay to say they... I don't know. That that took me out of it. I was like, <laughs> well, I'm willing to look the other way on most things. That, I was... That drew the line for me a little bit. I thought, it was, know, I thought it was awesome. I kind of <laughs> liked it, too. <laughs> I kind of loved the Fred Flintstone that... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but then we get a, get a quick scene where um, uh, Hotwire is uh, um, Hotwire, who is like the the hacker guy, uh, who also came from the future, who we haven't mentioned yet. He uh, sneaks in with the military to get to the blue uh, blue sky base, or what's the base called? I forget. Uh, new blue, new blue base. Because apparently, there's this whole thing where the data uh, from the site that got transported away got downloaded by the military and put under lock and key so everyone's trying to get to the data so they can figure out what the time the deal is with time travel something along those lines and so hotwire is trying to get there first so he can get the data first so he's infiltrating as a as a soldier you know it's funny because dragon's drawn now kind of like powerless dragon was drawn yeah wimpy the end of he, his life he's very much the <laughs> average dragon build yeah it's just like so weird holy spit or ordway is a great artist but i think he just he really dropped the ball on dragon this issue it's just he doesn't look yeah, well, he doesn't look great most of it well but honestly, look at the mini Savage Dragon didn't get huge. Savage Dragon was like this size in the mini kind of, you know, maybe a little bit bigger. Yeah. But he wasn't like roided out, jacked until later on. Like the first mini, he's just kind of like a Wolverine style jacked. Hmm. So it just looks weird. A, because it's not Eric's art, I feel like. And B, because we're so used to seeing him. Super jacked, right? Right. Yeah. Shape, shape yeah, like a it. house. Well, it's weird to see Wildstar like looking more buff than Dragon, and that's big time. What's going on here? There, there are many panels where Wildstar looks more brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Like that one where they're uh, they're doing the test of strength uh, on page fourteen, bottom panel. Yeah. Right. That that one's a little awkward. 
where Wildstar looks way bigger. I also, I can't swear it, but I feel like the mustache might have been added in later in the whole book. That's probably that is was. possible for sure. Because there's times when the mustache looks like a real thin Fu Manchu, like up there on page 14. Like, look at the mustache on the middle of page 14 where he's holding Wildstar by the hair and he's about to pound him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And then look so at the he... mustache on that same page on the last panel. This looks different. That's yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a fun scene when Hotwire comes over and gives him a hand, and he's, he's like, nice outfit. And she says, I know. And then zaps him, and then he just shrugs it off and smacks her in the face. It's the starfish crotch. <laughs> um, uh, what else is going on here? Uh, Wildstar. Wow. You know, what's up? Sorry, it just took me a minute to draw, like, connect the dots here. Like, one minute he's punching Jumpstart, and the next panel, I guess he's, like, punching Wildstar into the helicopters. Oh, yeah. He, like, he, like, turned. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little, uh, no, wait, no. Ju- Wildstar jumped away and oh, okay. smacked the, sm- to, and smacked the helicopter. So Dragon's just turning around and watching. Okay. The helicopter explode with Wildstar falling away from it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's still cool. Right. No, that's what I thought too, because he's got like that swinging motion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Wildstar. Well, the really awkward one is when Wildstar lands on top of the truck, and then suddenly he's under the truck lifting it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I kind of wonder. Like, it's funny. It's weird because okay. I, I mean, I hate to. This sounds critical, yeah. but dear I'll listener, be honest, yeah. Pl- Please know that, like, I'm just nit- picking nits. Like, this is stuff, like, it didn't hurt my enjoyment of the series at all. But, like, it's hard to also, to, like, when you read a Savage Dragon comic, like, Savage Dragon's put together real tight. Like, these, these kind of, like, almost, they feel like movie editing mistakes. Mm-hmm. These kind of things don't really happen in Dragon. So when I'm reading a comic like this, it's still, like, action-packed. And kind of, like, it's, like you said, like, one minute he's on top of, the cr- like, the vehicle... Then the next minute he's under it lifting it. It just stands out. Like really like stands out like crazy. That's all. <laughs> and at this point, Jumpstart seems to have switched sides and begins helping Wildstar like directly. Block blocking uh, uh laser blasts and otherwise just kinda helping him out. Yeah, which she's been doing for years, apparently. So yeah. apparently she was double agenting it kind of. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She says he's dense. Makes sense. Um. Oh yeah, and then Dragon throws a jeep at a at a helicopter. No, he, he throws <laughs> the tire of the jeep. So he oh. picks up the jeep, rips the tire off, and and throws it. It's really. It took me a while to figure it out because I'm like, is that the jeep? What is? Oh, I see. And then you look at the panel. Is he's picking it up? He's ripping the front tire. He's off, just knocking he's the just guns out now that I see it. Yeah, he's throwing the tire to knock the guns out. Because at first I was like, why the hell would he throw a whole Jeep at, like, a good guy helicopter? Well, the good guy helicopter is shooting at him. Yeah, but he's still a cop. I don't know. Well, he does at least say something doesn't feel right about all this. Although I think it's far like, you want to talk about suspension and disbelief. It is far harder to believe that Mickey scales a tank <laughs> and kicks a tank operator in the face. But don't you see, it isn't engineered for close proximity. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> the sound effect kick. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, this whole sequence, like, honestly, like, Mickey getting in there, and then the guy's like, oh, no, we jammed the bumper. <laughs> Oops, <relay."> I pushed <laughs> the blow-up button. It's gonna blow. <laughs> like, this whole thing, I was like... Million-dollar tank. There's just a big red yeah. button, self-destruct. Yeah. Oh, we overheated. <laughs> this is very dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of like, I was like, what? Like, you know, as I read that, I was like, huh... Critical overload. Critical <laughs> overload. Get out of tank. And, and, Get uh, out of tank. <laughs> Hurry, we have 25 seconds. Uh, Mick, uh, Mickey gets hulked, basically. He shoves the uh, tank operator out of harm's way and then gets caught in the blast when the tank explodes. And this apparently paralyzes him. Uh, damages his and spine. ages him. Ages him? I don't know. He's a lot one page, The He's one lot... page is just like turns into a mutant. Well, he was just <laughs> in an explosion. <laughs> he, he definitely looks a lot like older than a kid, for sure. He's more cut up, more yeah. rough. Just like goddamn Mickey. Wildstar so gets Wildstar gets punched in the face. Like a gallon of blood pours out of his face. Mickey gets blown up by a tank. There's a little bit of blood splatter. Just a little bit. It's, it's mostly, okay. Mostly on his back. <laughs> I will uh, say kudos to uh, on panel tw- on page twenty one, last panel. Kudos to that premium dick bulge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they're not holding back, dude. Like just saying, anatomically <laughs> on point. <laughs> I really like the panel in on page twenty where Wildstar is punching <laughs> dragons to the dick bulge. <laughs> premium. Premium dick bulge. No, that is a great panel where uh he's clocking dragon. Yeah, he's like the, he's like he's like panicking because Mickey got hurt and he just like Offhandedly, just slugs Dragon so hard. And I'm kind of weird by the dick bulge, still. Uh, I try not to look it's at like, it. Uh, uh, it's just beans. Where's the, where's the pork? Do you know Frank? How are you gonna get the Frank above the beans? Or, or how are yeah, you gonna get the beans above pork. the Frank? The Frank. <laughs> how are you gonna get the How are you gonna get the Frank below the beans? What's going on there? I will say that it makes sense for a skin tight symbiote, like a you know. Right. It's all mashed up in there, curled yeah. up. Just it's on there, dude. But then he does his super Sentai blast to like Which is a cool panel. That panel that panel is awesome. Yeah. Kaboom and like dragons flying, the tanks all like what's beautiful. It, see, that's a thing, Jim. I'm with you when you're like, did the art kind of suffer? But like there's a lot of wonk in this, but also too there's beauty. Like yeah. look at the tank tread coming yeah. off of the wheels. This panel is really nice. Good stuff, dude. The dick bulge on page twenty-one. Super sweaty, like super bloody, like Wild Star. Like after he did his thing, I didn't really see this coming. I don't know. Maybe I was just naive. I didn't remember, but I. Oh, I, I remembered. I'm saying when I first read this, I didn't see him dying and transferring the the star over. I don't know why. And this it is seems why I super said, obvious. Wait, you mean you like missed that it happened? No, I didn't see that coming. Like, oh, it, it feels like it should be super obvious, right? But, well, uh, this is this is why I said I feel like I read up to issue three at least because as I started to remember read this, I remembered. I was like, oh yeah, he fucking rips a star off and gives it to Mickey. 
I think what a really cool detail of this is like the reversal of the hair. So old Wildstar is white, and he's got a couple of dark strands. And then when Mickey gets the star, yeah, his hair, a couple of strands of hair turns white. So it's like a negative, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I Very hadn't cool. actually noticed that. That is cool. Also, Craig, you said that uh, you getting some uh, Josh Brolin cable on yeah. page twenty-two. Like when he very first from when I was you like that panel big time Brolin dude. It's true, kid. You grow up to be Josh Brolin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> from when I was you, big reveal. You you don't look the anything like me, old man. <laughs> you said you say the face when he's dead's funny. <laughs> yeah. It's the tongue, the tongue hanging out, right? I've lived a good life. Holy freaking spit. Wait, one more thing. (laughs) The gold is buried (laughs) in... The way to defeat the aliens is to... (laughs) (laughs) The Rappeltar hate. (laughs) So yes, the star has been transferred to Mickey. And <laughs> I've had enough. I've had enough of this bit, guys. We're moving on. Are you saying this bit is dead? <laughs> this bit is turning to dust. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The tongue out is funny. Um, yeah, he turns up to dust. I love that death sequence. Death, I mean, death that is, is cool. not dignified. Remember that. It's cool though. I mean, visual like the the visual. <laughs> still a death rattle. What? Dude, you still death rattling? <laughs> Turning to dust. <laughs> no, but that, that four panel sequence. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> the uh, four panel sequence at the top of uh, page 25 is fantastic. Like, I love that panel of him turning into, like, a skeleton. You get the like, sense that, like, he's been dead for a while and this is, like, time catching up. Yeah. Because he dissolves so quickly. Yeah, because the other guys didn't, that didn't happen to them. I, I, well, it isn't shown, so I'm not sure. Oh, well, you're right. Right, but also too, you can see. Like, I just want to throw it in there real quick. Like, why those guys would want to fight to keep the symbiotes around? Because, like, if they fucking are like cheating death and living for like super long, like I hate to jump ahead because I'm kind of getting it mixed up in my head. But doesn't at one point Mickey said thousands of years or some shit like that? That's going to come up next issue. And but no, but no, that is where uh, Skylark is from. That isn't when they're from. Oh, so they haven't lived thousands of years? Yeah, we'll get to that, because that's actually very interesting. There's a detail to that I don't think either of you know uh, All right, that I'll, I'll explain. Okay, I'll save it for when we get there. Mickey and Jumpstart go down the hatch. Yeah, the, <laughs> what, what is this conveniently placed hatch? <laughs> this is just future knowledge, you see. Future Wildfire uh, knew that there was a hatch here uh, from the future. He knew that, and so he's using it as their escape route. In the present. So instead of escaping down it to begin with, they fought these tanks and... <laughs> I think the tank, the t- for whatever reason, the tank exploding uncovered it. Because it was in a crater. 
Gotcha. I do like that Death Star bumps his wrist. Like, you know how Wildstar sort of, like, does the Sentai wrist pose? Yeah. Like, Death Star sort of, like, fist smashes his wrist to shoot his... Are you calling him Death Star, like Star Wars? Is his name not Death Star? It's Dead Star. Easy mistake to make. damn it. See, I I read it more as he's been having trouble getting it up, so he's just slapping it till it it goes. (laughs) Wait, what? Meat (laughs) slapping meat. (laughs) (laughs) Holy freaking spit. Gazap. No, dude, that's great. That Gazap panel is fantastic. Son of a, you're still alive? What the, holy spit? How the hell you get that freaking star? No, you didn't emphasize the you. That's a big you. How the hell did you get that freaking star? (laughs) Lettering's good. I'm just saying, like, did something like what? Like, good stuff. And I like him when he touches the star. Like, fucking, it just oozes all over his body, the membrane. It's so cool. And that sure is a shock transformation pose. To be To be concluded. Yep, to be. Quick, uh, what we got for ads? We got more Wildstar t-shirts. A bunch of letters pages. Uh, oh, yes. Grant Morrison and... Uh, what's his name? Steve Capullo? Greg Capullo. Doing Greg. D- doing spawn. Is this, is this uh, Greg Capullo's like, first spawn gig? I think huh. so. That's awesome. Grant Morrison and- never sued McFarlane, did he? No, you're thinking of Neil Gaiman. Uh, I like... I like there's a little star. Todd will temporarily be leaving Spawn for three issues to do the Spawn Batman crossover. Sure. And they never heard from him again. Sure. Young me, young that's like the I got over it big time. Like I don't give a fuck now, but young me had hard feelings for that very reason because they they kind of acted like, "Oh no, I'll be on like you could say like so funny like they can say now his whole thing was to always just have a big creative team or right. whatever. But, man, I swear to you, I remember in those early issues of Spawn, it's like, and I'll never leave Spawn, and I'll always be with it. I'll always and be there like, for you, kid. And then he just fades <laughs> away as, as, he, as the, the thumbs up fades away. I'll always be cashing those checks. <laughs> Look at the, this uh, image info. It looks like Super Patriot number one comes out the same time as Wildstar number three. Yep. Uh, what else we got here? We got the Max number five, mm-hmm. Trencher four, Cats trilogy. Oh, weird. Huh. Nothing. Nothing really exciting here. <laughs> yeah, shit happens. It's fine. So that oh yeah, and a big ad in the back for Eric Larson writes Savage Dragon number five. I assume he also draws. I, I'm not sure why he just says writes. Dude, Spawn was already on number fourteen by the time of Savage Dragon. Yep, that is true. Remember, remember though, there was that whole honeymoon. He he got the he did the miniseries. He took his honeymoon and then he came back. Yeah, but the back cover has Eric Larson writes Savage Dragon number five. So maybe they skipped a month because it's not in this image info. Yeah, I'm not sure what the deal is with that. I haven't seen I haven't seen Savage Dragon in the image info yet. Now, granted, there's yeah. only been two. Strange, Stranko. 
All right, let's let's conclude this. Let's get this. Let's bring it home. Let's take it out. This is going to take a minute because there's a whole thing here I got to explain. Goddamn, I would love some so, explanation. Wild Star number four. So yes, yeah, same creative team. No one's changed. A brisk few months, or one or two months later. Is it? Covers got. Yep, November, September, November. Oh, you pu- mean publication date? Yes, this came out November. Yeah. September, October, November came out uh, just a few mere months later. Covers just got a wildfire. Uh, what? Sorry, wildfire. Wildstar. Skylark. Yeah, it, uh, imposed over top of Skylark. Uh, pretty cool cover. Yeah, cosmic cosmic shadows. Always an awesome design choice. And the story picks up right where we left off, where they're in the tunnel, getting doing what Wildstar does, getting his face pummeled, and feeling tired. Too <laughs> old it. for this shit. Holy spit, he's tough. Oh, and I guess I, for some reason I had thought, um, um, was it Mazer or Taser? Had, when he got his head frozen, I thought that killed him, but he's here. No, so I he's guess fine. He, he's fine. He got better. Just getting your head froze. It ain't no big. But there's this whole bit where uh, where Trans switches places with his own ally. Uh, mm-hmm. And so instead of Wild uh, Star, uh, damn it, Wildfire, damn it, Wildstar. <laughs> you were uh, right the first time. <laughs> hitting Trans, he winds up slamming into the other guy. Uh, the Dreadnought Taser uh, Then there's a little bit more Dragon Post stuff Where basically Dragon Drags himself out Of the explosion Says What the hell's been going on I could Quote unquote Help out And the military says Get lost guy We don't need you here Yeah which is Hilarious dismissal Like ah uh, You're not gonna be Of any help Yeah he, well It's not that he wouldn't Be any help Is that he would be A witness to He's not He doesn't have the, he, isn't, he doesn't have A security clearance To It's above his Security clearance so funny that they care like at this point they're dealing with superpowers. Yeah. like they should want the help but whatever yeah it's always been kind of a thing with dragon is that he's too nosy for his own good and uh people don't appreciate it sometimes when you get involved that's why he's a cop not a superhero but they dismiss him in this all he's in this issue i'm pretty sure yes that is it yeah and we're done fincast listeners no, i'm kidding <laughs> Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, and dragons out. Then we get introduced to that uh, half cyborg uh, thing that we saw at the beginning of issue number two. Apparently, it's zombie just Hulk in the in a tank in the yep. uh, in the blue base. The new blue. And uh, some other stuff happens. Uh, I do like in the scene how you see that like there's the helicopter lands on the little circular area and then the next mm-hmm. panel like you can see how the helicopter oh is it's like it's dropping down. it's 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 like a it's like a yeah, it's dropping down that is yep. pretty neat mm-hmm. i hadn't even noticed that yeah so the base is below this farmhouse the new blue it gets infiltrated by hotwire who comes in on the helio chopper yeah basically he just kind of he, he hacks his way through some security doors it just feels like uh, he can talk to computers in a way. Why does the computer say well, well? Because he has, you'll see later in this issue, like the computer kind of like, he can sort of like have computers emotionally respond to him. Yeah. And so he's just sort of like, he doesn't have the password, but it's like, well, and then just lets him in. Gotcha. Weird. I mean, it's. I know it's a weird thing, and it's not real clear. Like when I very first read that, I was like, "What the?" But then later on in the issue, like you see him have a more, like they expand on that. Yeah, there's definitely more of it when he gets to the actual computer terminal. I uh, think. Um, I think that um, they do a great job 
I guess it's probably specifically Jerry Ordway, and uh, maybe they, I'm sure the inking helps, but they do a really good job uh, defining the young Wildstar versus old, like the looks. Like, I mean, it's the same character, same suit. It's got to be difficult to convey that difference between young and old, and I think they do it pretty well. Yeah, agreed. It's like easy to tell. He's almost got like a mohawk. Like the hair seems like it goes all the way back on it, his head. It's weird to me. It reads as like a zebra's mane. Kind of. Which I think is ingenious that they did flip the colors with like the dark hair with the white streak. I think that helps a lot too. Yep, yep. Wait, now, you now that you mentioned it, it's way more obvious. And then they make it even more obvious in like the future in Savage Dragon issues where they reverse the colors of the costume eventually, but... Oh, is that what they this, is that what they did? Okay, yeah, that explains a lot actually. Because I I always thought he looked a little weird in this series because I'm mostly familiar of, with him in Dragon, where he's got the reverse color scheme. Yeah, he's got like the white nose and mouth, right. and the black eyes. But I I kind of like this scheme better. Oh yeah, for sure. Like the black like on his nose and mouth is awesome. Like yeah. I'm one hundred percent. It's a pretty funny scene where he gets his arms frozen and. Uh, uh, Jumpstart is trying to convince him to like expand his chest to break out, so she winds up kicking him in the head to get him angry. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's teamwork. <laughs> Hulk, very Hulk. That explanation. There's there's was... a lot of like there's a lot of Hulk in this with the military and fighting the tanks and the the uh, matter you get, the stronger you get. There's that that for certain. Yep. A pissed off general, like bad guy general. Yep, Thunderbolt Ross in it. Um, so we get some more fights. Poom poom, whammo, thump. Oh, thump t, thump thump t, thump t, thump. What's the deal with the disappearing? Uh, okay, so I fi- I figured this out. The pixie dust moment, you mean? Yeah, this this is weird. That's the time travel. It's the time device, travel right? device. I is it also know. the beacon? It, no, they they talk about that later. Okay, um, okay it's not the be- it's not the beacon. It is the time travel device. I don't know exactly who mailed it to him. I thought it was supposed to be Doug, but it can't be Doug because Doug got transported to the future uh, when the when the locations got flipped. Okay. Uh, so, but it is a time travel device, and the reason why it disappears is because it's not real, or at least it's not a uh, it's not functional. It was what? it was a trick. Well, they do explain in the end of the series that time travel wasn't coming from the device at all. So, okay, if you're going to explain this, we just got to pop the load on the end of the story. Like, so they explained that the device, the time travel was never accomplished via the device. Right. It's It's, it's got, it, the uh, circuitry is all junk. It's just. Right. It's, it's, it's trash. It, it's just, a, it's just a prop. Right. Because and the whole time they're talking, they're like, "Oh, none of this makes sense. Like, it doesn't make sense. Like, none of this time machine makes sense." And that's why it doesn't make sense because it's worthless. It's not real. That's not how they time traveled. But I don't get the device still, Jim. I don't. Why did get it, it. Why did it disappear? Yeah. What the fuck? It was probably Skylar because she probably created it, and then when it didn't have a purpose anymore, she made it go away. Or maybe time travel, timey-wimey <laughs> stuff happened and it just no longer exists. I don't know. And it also messes me up that it is clearly in that panel labeled Beacon. Is it? And so oh, I, it is. 
Well, yeah, again, so Skylark is the beacon, so it's whatever it is, whatever the whatever this device is, it's part of Skylark. She created it. Okay, this this issue lost me big time. I won't disagree. There, there, Skylark came in. There is like, a lot really, of info dump. Well, we'll get to her oh. when we get to her because I got I got a story to tell you guys, and it's, <laughs> it's complicated. All right. Let's, let me just say this isn't her first appearance. Okay. Well, let's trek on past the pixie dust package and try to get to there naturally, I guess. Yep. We got a pretty so, cool continued fight scene. I need explained to me. There's a scene coming up I also need some help. Yeah, I think I know which one you're talking about. But real quick before we get to that, uh, we do get more of the computer stuff with uh, with hot with Hotwire, where he basically yeah. talks the computer into unlocking itself for him. Yeah, which is cool, because like I said, it makes the previous well make more sense. I mean, he's, like, pretty pleased, and it's like, uh, okay, so, cool, like, that's awesome. So, I, I was like, okay, that is a cool power, that he can sort of just, you know, coerce machines, that's neat. And Zombie Hulk is knocked out of the tank, and yep. he's uh, about to fucking come to life here. <laughs> and, uh, but wait, here's Mike, what I don't understand, Mike, where the fuck did this guy come from? Which guy? That's what I'm saying. What, the, the, the Hulk guy? And I mean, no. they they tell you they're like, oh, the goo is reorganizing itself and coming to life. Like, okay, okay. Oh, so they're... the goo that he was in, but the goo that the Hulk guy was in becomes that no, other alien. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, what we're not understanding, what we're not getting, is that okay? There's two. There's two different creatures. There's the in one the same that, tank. The one, no, there was only one okay. creature in the tank who got knocked out of the tank. The okay. other creature is one of the symbiotes that has gotten ripped off and has mutated itself into a more humanoid-esque monster creature. Ripped off what? Uh, I believe it was ripped... Hold on, actually. Hold on. It's Blockade. I don't know which one of these guys is Blockade. I think it's the green guy with the green armor. But see, he says... That pile of gunk where the green guy landed, it's moving. It looks like it's reorganizing. Right, and that's what confused me because it makes it sound like the gunk was on the floor when he got knocked out of the tube. That's, which okay, is, if you go back, Blockade's the guy who is who is holding Wildstar and got punched in the head. Uh, so that guy and then got kicked. I'm pretty sure that's Blockade. Oh, so right. the green the, the green, green goo is what got knocked out of him when he cra- when he got uh, crashed through the wall. If you look on page nine, oh shit, you're right. See Blockade how he was in the armor. Okay, and as right. they fight, see, see how he's na- see when he gets knocked through the wall on page nine, he's naked. Oh geez, Louise, fuck yeah, you're right. Okay, right. okay. So that green shit he's wearing looks just like kind of like the alien so that does make sense right oh my goodness so okay. the alien is that is very hard basically they've like... rep- they yeah. switched places so the alien is now the dominant and he's got uh blockade he's got in, in, in his, his butt little ball in his ball sack yes <laughs> so now there well, are that is two cool. monsters so that is cool let me just say that first of all now that i understand that's awesome that is an awesome twist, but I am also going to maintain that that was hard as fuck to follow. Yeah, that was not well, I think, the best laid out. I think it's mostly because like the armor becomes like three times as big. Right. 
Well, also, Which it doesn't. Is a little weird. It doesn't hurt in this sequence that I'm trying to defend my bad like understanding. It doesn't hurt that like we don't really see blockade without his mask, you know? Right. Except for one panel where he's getting blasted by, you know, into Wildstar is getting blasted into blockade, and also too, I guess I don't really quite comprehend how. Like, at what point does Blockade's whole fucking symbiote come off between page 7 and he's coming through the wall page naked in page uh, 9? Right. Well, the other thing that's super confusing is that that giant, like, whatever zombie guy is green as well. Right, right. Yeah. That really confuses the situation. It makes sense now. I just think it's missing a couple of panels showing, like, the maybe the symbiote, like, coming off his body and reforming right. or something. Bingo. Which, maybe the words kind of mess that, 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 that action, you know, the, the splurg, whatever. Well, I'm, no, I'm going to tell you right here what fucked me up more than anything. You see the big green dude laying in purple liquid, which obviously came out of the container, but then the dad says that that liquid that the green guy landed in it's moving or no the pile of gunk that the green guy landed i was like is he referring to the purple liquid like because there's not look at this picture of the fucking green like the green zombie hulk right at no point does he appear to be laying on a pile of gunk well i um because he's not he's referring to a separate pile of gunk where blockade landed right the pile of gunk where the green guy landed Right, I think, oh, they're both green. I'm pretty sure, oh, and I guess Blockade wouldn't be green when he landed? I don't know. Yeah. Blockade I don't fucking know, Raven. Yeah, go back. We should have pa- asked Ordway while we read Terrific Go back. Go back to page nine and look at Blockade. He's mostly naked. Right, And right. again, that's what fucks with me, because on page seven, he's not mostly naked. Right. On page nine, he's mostly naked. At some point in those two pages... I can buy that his symbiote came off or whatever, but you don't see it. There's not a pile of gunk on that panel yeah. on page nine. There's no pile of gunk. Right. You don't see it's, anything. It's definitely his symbiote, though. It's just yeah. I follow. I think it, a yeah. that it's so big. Yeah. After it comes off, doesn't seem to make sense that it's green and matches the zombie thing, and that just there's no real panel showing a transition. Like, it just and zombies, it looks like it just comes out of nowhere. The zombie's never really given an explanation. Anyway, he's just there. He's apparently some bio weapon they've been working on. They kind of explained that in a way. They said that their experiments weren't successful. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I could you could assume that this was just an unsuccessful experiment. Dude, you want to know the funny thing is that this giant alien symbiote thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It plays a major role in the next... Of course it uh, does. ...Wildstar series. Which one? Blockades? No, no. Yeah. No, Blockades. <laughs> the one with the ribcage yeah. thing? Are you fucking kidding me? Really? <laughs> it, it, it's in like a whole issue of major like the recurring. second Wildstar issues. Wow, dude. Wow. And well, I hate that design, but whatever. You hate its... I love its design with its big-ass bubble ass. Yeah. I think it's fucking awesome, dude. It's weird. <laughs> I think it's so cool. It actually, looks very 90s-ish. Yeah, actually... It looks like a Jim Valentino-type villain for me. I, I loved it. Um, I also... Even though that is some fucking, like, far-fetched dialogue... You know, it still made me laugh, and that's when I said the cheesy dialogue just sort of came on. Like I was like, okay, I'm, 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 I can accept what Wildstar has to offer, 
when he pu- gets the Wildstar tricks the zombie Hulk into punching the ball sack off of uh, fucking the other Splooch. symbiote. Yeah, and then it does the. He's like, well, that's what you get for when the let the what's between your legs do the thinking for you. I was like, you know what? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that is forced as hell, but I am with it. I am with it, dude. They kept calling that dude. You know what? I, they kept calling that guy Spud and Spudwad so much that I forgot his real name. Dreadstar? Dead or Dead Star. Dead Star? God damn it. Like if you'd called him Spud, I'd have known exactly who you were who you were talking about. Uh yikes. But it's good. I love that I love uh, Blockade's symbiote's death scene. Like just the guts flying everywhere. Yeah. Definitely cool, like cool action scenes. Yeah, it's on point. Simple and arch. and when Jumpstart grabs the um, the electricity panel, you know, it makes her heroic sacrifice. I like the way that's colored, you know. Yeah, like, like the whole panel yellow and the color hold like blue lines coming off of yep, it. Yep, yep. Sweet. So then she shocks the jumpstart shocks the shit out of all of her uh, fellow comrades, you know, using the liquid they were in. And then, uh, like, we see Hotwire using his uh, computer hacking power to sort of call in some big guns and tell them, hey, look, dude, you know, new blues compromise, get cracking. He's using Skype in 1994. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that one of those moments where it was like kind of like, oh, I'll have your. They had some kind of techno thing in this moment that was kind of funny. But at any rate, moving along, moving right along. Where were we? See, what's great is you see Mickey using the uh, same ball smash move that old Wildstar used. Well, it's a t- tried and true. It's great. Love it. And then uh, he goes to jump on the zombie Hulk, which kind of like lures him into the machine, get, delivers the uh, Sentai coup de gras to the zombie Hulk before he himself gets wimped the fuck out from using his power. And then Skylark comes and mind fucks everybody. Yeah, Jim, you want to, like, all of a sudden, uh, it goes off the rails hardcore here. Well, <laughs> yeah. all right, so Skylark. Crash landing. So... Skylark mentions that she is the... Well, basically she says she's from a future, but she's from a thousand years in the future. And that she is the... She is a... uh, What does she say exactly? What are the words? The step between man and God. Okay, so when she says the step between man and God, what she actually is saying is that she is a step between man and new God. So, there's a series that started in 1989 uh, called Mm -hmm. Legion of Superheroes. Mm-hmm. In 1989, they relaunched Legion of Superheroes. It was a, it was a, it was, it's known, uh, popularly known as the five years later period, where the Legion of Superheroes, a team of superheroes in the DC universe, uh, mm-hmm. they've, they've been around since the 50s. Uh, but in 1989, they decided that they were going to do a kind of a weird semi reboot, mm-hmm. uh, where they were going to time jump five years in the future. Everyone was going to be older. And things were going to be darker and suck in a post-Watchmen sort of comic way. Yeah, it makes sense for the time that it was published. So there was a story arc 
Uh, oh, one of the key things you need to know. Al Gordon was the primary okay. anchor on the series, and he was also co-plotter for a bunch of storylines. Okay. So bam, bam, bam. W- one of the storylines <laughs> involved Darkseid. It's called the Quiet Darkness Saga. It runs four issues. Um, mm-hmm. There's a character called uh, Arya Campbell. Pylark. Well, sort of. <laughs> the the, 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 the <laughs> long and short of it is she was... Um, there was a whole... Darkseid had this really convoluted scheme where he wanted to commit suicide, but he wanted to die to a being more powerful than he. So oh, brother. She, she managed, he manages to turn this woman into a being called Gemini. And okay. she kills Darkseid, and then there's this whole stuff that happens. Um, the thing is... This sort of this period of Legion of Superheroes is not was not super popular at the time. It eventually mm-hmm. kind of got retconned and in 1994. Uh, the entire like history that DC got rebooted in the Zero Hour. Okay. Okay. So basically, she got eliminated during Zero Hour. Al Gordon. Is this her? This is her. <laughs> Al Gordon oh likes God. this character enough that he decides uh-huh. he's going to rescue her. So basically, she has come a thousand years in the future. The, the, the period of time where the Legion of Superheroes is from because they are always from a thousand years in the future. Mm-hmm. And now she is in Wildstar as a Sweet. main character. Hol- holy shit. Yes. So, so he has so kidnapped this... a DC a character from DC Comics and now she's a, a creator-owned character named Skylark. It's kind of like uh, what they did with uh, Howard the Duck. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a few few. Uh, a while, uh, yes. So, so in the the second miniseries for Wildstar, they mm-hmm. have collector cards, yes, mm-hmm. and they give you a little kind of bit of character info on each card on the back cover. Like they make it so you can like cut out the cards. There's nine cards, but for Skylarks, let me read you what they said. Okay, we don't fucking don't, know. Like that's what it says. <laughs> it says, yeah, this no. Skylark was the experimental subject of her father's most ambitious dream. Mm -hmm. She is the end result of a mythological alchemic procedure performed 1,000 years from now by an obsessively curious and gifted scientist on his prepubescent daughter. Legend explains the procedure as an ancient process for advancing the species, only understood by an ageless, long-absent race of meta-alchemists. As a result, she has become the legendary Metaform, a seamless entity considered by the far futuristic Cognoscenti. Is that a real word? Cognoscence. Cognoscenti as the eloquent, innocent interface between corporal life and non-corporal life. The step between man and God. Man, that is a whole bunch of bullshit right there. Just, just <laughs> plug in words like uh, new God and dark side where yeah. they seem applicable. It makes more sense. Oof, that is the hardest thing I've ever read. <laughs> I uh, gotta so, tell you something. So that is that is one of the that is one of the quote unquote origins of this character. Okay. Yikes. Not fun. Not yeah. Fun. Well, what's crazy say. is is that apparently if, if Wildstar continued, there was another character he was going to rescue as well, who also didn't you know didn't doesn't really exist past. Why? Why do you say that? Oh, he's just, he's, he's, I think he's just he's mentioned it before. Is that he was going to? Oh, really? Yeah. Bail him out. I um, I found her character unnecessary. Oh and it yeah. Just took well, the fun out. I don't think like she, the last. I don't think she's unnecessary because here's what this story is about. This story is about breaking cycles. 
Right. Why the, the the way this is supposed to go is that Wildstar goes back in time, they get into fights, he dies, he passes his star onto himself, and then right. then then Doomsday happens, the Sky Zero happens, and the and the sequence repeats. John Connor style. Yes. Only more like I want to. Yeah, exactly, John Connor style. Skylark, who has because she's uh, between man and God wants to break this cycle. So her entire role in this series is to be the catalyst to break that cycle. So that's okay. her role. If she's not here, there's nothing to break the cycle. There's no outside force. To she call also it. says she kind of started it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <sighs> For me, it's she's just, when yeah. the shit went off the rails. Like I was actually yeah. into all of it. And when she showed up, I was just like, Ew, yikes. So it wasn't time travel <laughs> via a machine. So it wasn't time travel via a machine. It was her magical doings. And she also kind of is responsible for it, but she also kind of stopped it. She just kind of comes in and is like, whoopsie. Yeah. And then they're like, huh, what? And and then Wildstar doesn't even like it. And he's like, this is bullshit. I'm out of (laughs) here. Exactly. And that's exactly how I felt as a reader. I was like, we went through all this for this? Yeah. This is just some cockamamie bullshit. Yeah. That's how I feel. I felt I very much... If a story is to make you uh, feel like you can relate to the lead, I very much related to the lead. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, I would just want to fucking leave. I want to fly off. <laughs> you guys just don't like time travel plots like I do. No, I really I don't. I love time travel. Uh, unfortunately. I love time to travel. You can't say that. I love time travel. I don't know. But you I, know what? I, I won't disagree that she probably could have been put into the series more uh, in, in a way that isn't where you drop in. She's basically a deus ex machina. Yeah. Literally. Literally, machine of God. Literally. Yep. So maybe she could have been more used, more uh, inter- be, be, just be like, more integral to the plot instead of being dropped in at the last minute. The last five pages are just complete exposition of blah 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 blah. And, blah. and that was another one of those things where it was like, oh brother, you sure did say, uh, you sure did tell and not show. Yeah. Like if we if we had seen instead of having them stand around in the desert and having her explain <laughs> stuff, like show some stuff. Sprinkle it in through the series. Yeah, show stuff. And like even like going back over it a second time with you guys just now to have extra brains and extra comprehension and 2020 hindsight and all those advantages it still doesn't feel like she was foreshadowed much hardly at all. I mean, she was but in like, issue 1, I think in issue 2. She was in issue one for sure. She shows up and like she warps, she initiates the time warp. Right. So again, it, it kind of makes sense when she shows up, he's like, well, I'm activating the device. And then the, they time travel. Well, you can figure out, she says, you didn't time travel because of a device. You time traveled because of me. And so I think you're right, Jim, like the device turning into pixie dust is because it was bullshit and made up. Right. And so that helps the device make more sense to me as just, like, you know, just some shit she made up. And she, but she also then says that her fucking appearance made the fucking aliens come. Oh, right, because she time-traveled, her. she initially time-traveled and decided she was going to help people by healing them. And right. apparently her... her sense shockwaves. Yeah, basically her actions by doing that uh, got the attention of the aliens, which caused... The, so she's the beacon. She yeah, she's the beacon. Her activity was the beacon activity, and right. caused, caused the time the and it caused it caused the aliens, which caused the time loop situation. Which of course, if she's the one causing the time travel, she must have been causing the time loops. So that's weird. Yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's I, I got a little bit of a pet peeve here, and I, I, I just I can't handle it. Parentheses and word bubbles. Like, oh yeah, stop, stop. Oh, that. you see, stop. I I like parentheses and word bubbles. Oh wait, parentheses or do you mean um, not parentheses uh, quotes? Yeah, quote. No parentheses. Oh, see, parentheses. I, I like parentheses yeah. because I use parentheses when I talk. It's called an aside. You're saying it to nobody. You don't do that all the time. I do that all the time. Like, but there's right? a way. There's a better way to do that in comics. To express it, at least I don't know, like smaller words or something. Smaller words, bubble. Yeah, smaller words. Uh, smaller words in a smaller bubble can come off as a verbal aside. Hmm. Like at one point when he's like "how" in parentheses, I'm like, if you just had put that "how" in like a smaller, like a whispered, you know, the well, du- like, like, like look at page twenty four. Like look at Wildstar's bubble on the last panel. Yep. Like to me, that's obvious. He's kind of saying that under his breath. Yeah, right? I got to be dreaming all small. Yeah, and that's an aside. But again, there's like, I guess that's because I'm already there on that same page, twenty four. It's like, why was that parentheses necessary? Uh, or even I, I like par- I like parentheses and word bubbles. I guess that's what, yeah. And then this has happened once before when I messed up Dad's VCR. Wait, you're a thousand <laughs> years from the future. Yeah. VCR? What are you talking about? Agreed. And why do you need that in there? You've already got five million words on this To be page. fair, it really was a little bit that? of a retro future. Yeah, she says groovy, for sure. Yeah. Like, something is up with her, like, character. Well. Because she's like, I just came back to this time for zone. 20th century was pretty groovy, guys. I think she was saying it on purpose because she liked. Yeah, she's retro. She's way into it. Bell bottoms. Anyway, I don't. I don't want to end with shitting on this series. No, it it's was still fun strong. And I enjoyed it, and the art was awesome. I yeah. just think it fizzled for me at the end. Like it just. And it was Skylark's fault. Stick the landing. Oh beans! And you know what's really crazy about how this series ends? <laughs> it seems to start. It seems to end that the time loop happened again. Because it yeah. ends with him in the ruins. But the reason why that happened, the reason why he was in the time loop, wait a minute, fuck. It says, tomorrow, so exhausted, 25 years and sometimes yeah, I still can't. Yeah. Never gonna go on so long without a rest. Can't wait to... Wait, that's not young Mikey. Hold on. Yeah. Wait a minute. I How does I... this last page... Now you've mind fucked me. How's this last page? I just thought that that was an indicator that... Oh, boy. <laughs> See, I was no just tomorrow, and he has gray hair again. <laughs> oh, you ruined me. I I thought I understood this, and now I don't understand this. He's Wait, t- what? It's the it's the <laughs> same it's the same moment as the beginning of the series. Issue number one, panel one. Yeah, but it shouldn't be because the time loop should be broken. But that's that's Mickey. my question. I thought the time loop was broken, but according to this last page, it is not broken. Oh boy. Maybe it's because he flew away. Maybe he wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> I'm going to be positive and say I enjoyed my time with this, even though I did not enjoy my time with Skylark. I enjoyed my time with this. I especially enjoyed Skylark because of how bullshit she is. I do like that story, that backstory you gave us. I actually am a fan of that secret history, you know, the rescuing of a character. Yeah. I I actually do like that. I think it's cool when creators sort of find little ways to narratively snake away things from corporations. I just don't like her role in this story. Yeah. Uh, and and she she's one of the characters you see with Wildstar all the time in Dragon. Yeah. Yeah, I don't all, think we ever... Do we see Jumpstart again? 
no, we see um, we see Skylark and Wildstar and uh, Hotwire, right? You know, or whatever. Is I want to know what happened to Jumpstart because uh, I don't know. I, at the end here, it seems like she's still around, so it's weird that she never shows up again. I guess in that sequel series, something that must happen. Have you guys? You guys have seen the cover, the variant cover to Savage Dragon seventy seven, right? Uh, no, but I yes. can see it now. The one where he's ripping it's, through the uh, cover. Sad. No, no. The variant to seventy seven is Wildstar versus Dragon by Ordway and Gordon. I see it now. Yep. Which is really cool, yep. but it's kind of a callback to like their issue two or three. Was it issue three? I mean. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Dragon's, right, a, dragon's a little beefier this time. Yeah, he got it right. It looks awesome. <laughs> he the got it. And everything. It looks great. That's an awesome cover. Yeah, it's fantastic. They're, they're great artists. They really are. Yeah, I want to end positive. I do love Wildstar. I think he's a fucking awesome character. And I did actually super love and enjoy. I enjoyed this miniseries big time. And I'm glad I read art. it. I've been sitting on it for years. I never I'm glad read it. I read it. Glad I finished it. Apparently, I made it to issue three and never made it to issue four. And there's more. There's more Wildstar. There was a three issue miniseries. Dragons in that one too. I don't. Uh, I don't yeah, know. there's another three issue miniseries. Uh, Mighty Man guest stars in that. Well, I guess that means we're going to have to cover that when it comes along. Sweet. I'm into it. Yeah, I think we should anyway because it, again, it, he's so tied in with Dragon Lore, right? And plus, Mighty Man's in it. But, you know, that that last page of this series, it makes sense. I mean, he's going into kind of a different future now, but you look at every time he's appeared in Dragon, he's, like, in the Savage World, or he's, like, here during the, you know, uh, the Kerr-type part, and there's always, like, an apocalyptic kind of world's end type thing yeah. and he's trying to it's like, like fix it it's my memory that every time wildstar seems to show up he's like he's like seeing a bad future like he has memories of a bad future and either he's trying to stop it or he's confused and of whether or not like something's going wrong and he's got to correct it that's Which, time travel though yeah that's that's very time travel like that that works that actually makes a lot think, of sense to yeah, me wildstar is like trying to like like if you went, if you looked at the the wild the Savage World story where they met up in issue seventy seven, mm-hmm. he meets up with Dragon and there's like a whole sequence on that where he's telling him like he tried to save the world from the cosmic cops or like like and then there was the Martians. There's so many different aliens that are attacking. So like the aliens in this story are just one group of aliens, right? But you know, there's two. Remember the Dragon, right? Two and then. You know, every all the aliens from Dragon. How many different groups of aliens have invaded the world from Dragon-related comics? You know, right. So he's always there um, as a guy trying to trying stop to, the apocalypse. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah, I'm into it. I'm cool. I'm down with it. I like Wildstar. I think he's a kick-ass character. Definitely wish there was more of him because it's pretty clear that. Ordway and Gordon aren't coming back to him anytime soon. I mean, that sucks. He's like he only exists in Dragon now. I mean, Pretty that's much, that's yeah. a lot of characters, though. You know? And to be honest, <laughs> af- after that whole thing with Malcolm, I don't expect we'll see him again. Probably not. Because he doesn't really have a role anymore. No. It'd be nice to see him again. Nice to get, like, a backup or something. Like, something to, like, conclude his story. 
I don't know. I don't think I don't think Larson's going to be in the position though to conclude another person's character. Well, I mean, mean, get Ordway and Gordon to finish it. Oh, I would love that. Like if Ordway and Gordon like concluded Wildstar in the backup material of Dragon. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that would be pretty rad. Like, let's tell him that. Let's plant that seed. No, remember what happened last time. Oh, I'm not trying to get him to work. I'm just saying, man. No, I know. Remember, like, it was like, what was that? We're like, we're like, oh, someone said they like dragon or something, or like on the boards, or like, oh, you know. You I was, I was up. on Twitter. I was saying, I was saying, <laughs> oh, you should do a backup, and he's like, don't do that. <laughs> I was don't like, ever. No. I was like, I'm sorry, dude. I just get excited. Wait, who <laughs> I just you? okay, yeah. I forget who it was, but there was somebody, and I was like, oh, dude. I would love it if you were did a backup. Yeah, it, was, it was like a really good artist or writer or something. Grant Morrison was the writer, but this someone else did it with an artist. Like there was an artist, and somebody was like, "Oh, but it was so it wasn't just me." <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. Yep. Oh well, I mean, hey, you know, it's just a want. <laughs> exactly. I won't. I won't harass Ordway or Gordon. But would I love to see it? You're right, Jim. I would love to see Wildstar's tale. Because if you're not going to do anything with the character, wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. Right. Is there a reason? Do we know why? Like, they it's, it's, are it's, they still, like, friends? Do they have a falling out? Because the funny thing is the second Wildstar series is just um, Al Gordon. Is it? Okay. With Chris Maranan on pencils. So Al Gordon's a writer-inker. Mm-hmm. Could be interest. I mean, we'll have to dig. I tell you what, dear listeners, we'll try to dig. Next time we come back, we'll try to have a little scooperoo for you. But uh, could just be interest. I mean, what's sad is you got to say is that like you know, it's hard. It's hard to get any kind of superhero style character to fly in the direct market, and like so, you have to just assume it was just demand. Because if Wildstar one through four had been like a barn burner, he probably, given the way early image was. Mini series were like test jumps for full series. Wildstar probably would have gone on to become a full series had it done the numbers. Right. And it's hilarious because it was probably doing gangbuster numbers by today's standards, but it just probably wasn't doing gangbuster numbers by early image standards. So there you go. Yep. All right. Thank you, dear listeners, for listening to the Savage Fincast Retro. Peace out. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, Jim. Thanks for listening.